Shalom Lechem Rabbi Sai. I hope that everybody was able to have an enjoyable, meaningful Yantif. Baruch Hashem, Yantif of Shulis was very, very, very beautiful in Yeshiva. And Shabbos, the, the Baim, the last Shabbos of the year for the Bachrim, a number of their Baim ate in Yeshiva together with the Bach, it was beautiful Suda, beautiful Shabbos, which led into Shulis, where the Bachrim stayed up at night learning. And uh, on Tuesday, we had the Grand Siyum and ended uh, the Yeshiva year for Yeshiva's Siyum for this year. In this week's Pasha, in, er- in er- Chutzlarts, <coughs> the Bilani Pasha's Nasa. Um, Pasha's Nasa is the longest Pasha in the Torah. And in the Pasha of Nasa, it discusses the Pasha of Saita. And you have Saita. What's a Saita? A Saita is a woman that is um, warned by her husband. Her husband is suspicious of a relationship of an intimate relationship that a woman might be having with another man. He's not certain, but he's suspicious. And therefore he warns his wife not to go into any private place with this specific man. That warning is called kinui. And then after a while, there's testimony given that she did go into privacy with this man. Stira. She went into a hidden place, a close place, together with this man. In which case, it makes the husband more suspicious that perhaps she is having somewhat of a intimate relationship with this man. And therefore, she, he brings her to the Kayin, and the Kayin makes a certain mixture, the Pasha of Saita, a whole mixture that she drinks. And they give her this this mixture to drink, a May Saita, refer to the May Saita, the whole procedure, how they make this mesaita. They would give her this water to drink, this vine to drink, this liquid to drink, to seal, to, to test if she was guilty of doing something um, that her husband was, was concerned about. The pastor says, Vahishka Samayim, they would give her to drink the water. Vahaisa im nitma, if it happened that she was found impure, which means she was, she sinned and she did something, she, she was, did something improper with this other man. Fatim al Isha, she 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 defiled the the her husband. And then this bitter cursed water would go into her but her stomach would swell up. This woman would wind up remaining a cursed person among the nation forever. That's if she was guilty. If she was not found guilty for doing anything, Ha'isha should not become impure, that she didn't do anything wrong. We found that she was pure and she did not um, do anything with this man. She'll be clean and she'll have children. And Rashi says, what does that mean? She'll be clean from this cursed water. And not only that, she'll have children. Until now, it was difficult for her to have children, and she was having pain, and all the types of, of complications and difficulties when she when she was giving birth. Now she'll give birth at ease, no problems. Until now, she was giving birth to children that their skin was not as good and not as beautiful. 
and she would give birth to children that were more beautiful, and the skin was more <clears throat> was, was 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 nicer and looked nicer. She would have more; the children would be more beautiful. Now, the question which many of us can ask over here is: is it's a little bit hard for us to understand. The Misa, this woman, when she went into privacy with this man, she went in there to do something incorrect. She was warned by her husband. She was told by her husband to, you know, to not go into privacy with this man, with this man, and she was told not to go into privacy, and she went anyways. So I can understand when she drinks the water and we check to see that she's not guilty of doing anything. Okay, so we won't punish her. But why does that give a reason for her to get reward? If she didn't follow orders for what her husband told her to do, she doesn't deserve a reward for that. What's upset? So, this question was asked by the Tzav Seifer. The Tzav Seifer says it's a tremendous, tremendous insight. Tremendous insight in the idea of tshuva. A person doing tshuva for what he what he's done. <clears throat> Again, we have to understand this woman. When she went into privacy with this man, right? She didn't go into the into the house with him just to to drink a tea and have a discussion with him. She went in to do something improper. Now something happened while she was in there that she held back from her temptation, and she stopped herself, and it didn't happen. Now that means that she, when when she went in there, she was really going to do something, and she held herself back. That's the strongest kind of chuba that a person can. When they're faced with a temptation and the temptation is put in front of their face and they're able to hold themselves back and not to do it then at that point, that's the strongest power of Jew. And therefore, that's why she's deserving to get to get reward. Because the 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 fact that she held herself back, that shows the the um the her her sincerity to the chuva that she wanted that, that she wanted to do. Misa, this is this idea is really found in the Shai Tshuva. The Shai Tshuva says in the Benyamin says Shai Tshuva, Shari Shai. He reads the pasuk in Tehillim. The pasuk in Tehillim says, "Ashrei Ish Yirei Es Hashem." Praises the man that fears Hashem. And the Gemara in Avodah Darshan from that pasuk, "Ashrei Ish Be'Oidei Ish," when he's still a man. Explains the Benyamin what does that mean to say? "Kitshuva Sa'adam Amaula." The most opportune type of tshuva that a person can do. He may be is when he's still young. When he still has the power in him to do to, to do chait and 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 is the power to overcome the yitzray and to overpower is is yitzahara. But he still has the kayak to do averus and to do things and he, and and the temptations and he overpowers that overpowers yitzahara. That's the tshuva tshuva that's the most opportune tshuva. But the Rebbein Yerina says in the continuation, a person shouldn't be discouraged and to say that's the only type of tshuva. Other tshuvas also help. But tshuva sadam hama'ula, the best type of tshuva that a person can have is when he's faced with that temptation. Therefore, the Rebbein Yerina says, don't wait to do tshuva when you're older, when you don't have the temptation anymore. You have to make sure to do it when you're still young. You may be chureisav. When you still have the temptation you, and you're able to stand up against it and to be able to do tshuva, that's a tshuva shleim. Now, of course, we don't look to put ourselves into a situation that we're going to possibly fail by. It. 
right? But we maintain davening every morning. Shall I love the day in the love the day in We ask Hashem, don't give us these tests and, 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 and embarrassment, right? But when the test comes to us, and the and we we are confronted with the same thing, the same temptation for something that we once fell for, and now we stand up against that, and we're able to conquer our yitzhar at that point to say, no, this time I'm not going to let it happen. That is the tshuva Adam hamaula. That is the best type of tshuva that a person can do. So here, when this woman came there, she went in there and she had a temptation, but she stopped herself in the middle. And she says, no, I'm not going to let myself. Well, for that, that's worthy of reward, and that's why she was Zeicha to have an easier time with childbirth, and also to be able to have more beautiful children. We learn from here a powerful lesson. <clears throat> we have to. Person sometimes has things, challenges. We all have challenges, especially the generation that we live in, with all the different things, the, the different dates of her, different distractions, which wind up coming our way. Now, sometimes we wind up being confronted with that same challenge we once had before. If we look at that as an opportunity to be able to stand up against that, because when a person does a virus and does things which are not good for him, it makes mechitzas, it makes barriers, it stuffs up the heart, it stuffs up the connection that we want to be able to have, something the person wants to learn, a person wants to daven. But he doesn't find that the learning is going as well as he'd like it to be going. He doesn't find that the davening is, he's able to connect as well with the davening. It's often the averis that we sometimes did that, that are making a, a barrier that don't, that just numb that connection that we want to be able to try to have with the Kaddish Baruch. If a person is, is winds up beating up with that temptation, he stands up to it again, he can break through those barriers. And that will hopefully, as Hashem, give him the kayak to be able to connect the Kaddish Baruch more in his tefillah, to to connect the Kaddish Baruch more in his learning Torah, with that, it making it possible for him to be able to accomplish his purpose in this world, which is to connect the Kaddish Baruch to build our our place in this world, to connect the Kaddish Baruch Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and Kol Tov. Matzlach B'Cholim.